Chapter 27, verses 31 through 44 of Catina Aria, Commentary on the Four Gospels, collected out of the Works of the Fathers by St. Thomas Aquinas. The LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 31 through 34. And after they had mocked him, they took the robe off him, and put his own raiment on him, and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. Him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall. And when they had tasted thereof, he would not drink. Gloss. After the evangelist had narrated what concerned the mocking of Christ, he proceeds to his crucifixion. Augustine. This is to be understood to have been done at the end of all, when he was led off to crucifixion, after Pilate had delivered him up to the Jews. Jerome. It is to be noted that when Jesus is scourged and spit upon, he has not on his own garments, but those which he took of our sins. But when he is crucified, and the show of his mockery is completed, then he takes again his former garments, and his own dress, and immediately the elements are shaken, and the creature gives testimony to the Creator. Origin. Of the cloak it is mentioned that they took it off him, but of the crown of thorns the evangelists have not spoken, so that there are now no longer these ancient thorns of ours, since Jesus has taken them from us upon his revered head. Chrysostom. The Lord would not suffer under a roof or in the Jewish temple, that you should not suppose that he was offered for that people alone, but without the city, without the walls, that you might know that the sacrifice was common, that it was the offering of the whole world, that the purification was general. Jerome. Let none think that John's narrative contradicts this place of the evangelist. John says that the Lord went forth from the praetorium bearing his cross. Matthew tells that they found a man of Cyrene upon whom they laid Jesus' cross. We must suppose that as Jesus went out of the praetorium, he was bearing his cross, and that afterwards they met Simon, whom they compelled to bear it. Origin. Or as they went out, they laid hold of Simon, but when they drew near to the place in which they would crucify him, they laid the cross upon him that he might bear it. Simon obtained not this office by chance, but was brought to the spot by God's providence, that he might be found worthy of mention in the scriptures of the gospel, and of the ministry of the cross of Christ. And it was not only meet that the Savior should carry his cross, but meet also that we should take part therein, filling a carriage so beneficial to us. Yet would it not have so profited us to take it upon us, as we have profited by his taking it upon himself? Jerome. Figuratively, the nations take up the cross, and the foreigner, by obedience, bears the ignominy of the Savior. Hilary. For a Jew was not worthy to bear Christ's cross, but it was revealed for the faith of the Gentiles, both to take the cross and to suffer with him. Rigmigius. For this Simon was not a man of Jerusalem, but a foreigner, and Denzin, being a Cyrenian. Cyrene is a town of Libya. Simon is interpreted obedient, and a Cyrenian an heir, whence he well denotes the people of the Gentiles, 
which was strange to the testaments of God, but by believing came a fellow citizen of the saints, of the household, and an heir of God, Gregory, or otherwise, by Simon who bears the burden of the Lord's cross, or denoted those who are obstinate and proud, these by their obstinance afflict their flesh, and seek not within the fruit of abstinence. Thus Simon bears the cross, but does not die thereon. As these afflict the body, but in desire of vainglory live to the world. Rabanus. Golgotha is a Syrian word, and is interpreted cavalry. Jerome. We have heard cavalry expounded as the spot in which Adam was buried, as though it had been so called from the head of the old man being buried there. A plausible interpretation, and agreeable to the ears of the people, yet not a true one. Without the city outside, the gate are the places where the criminals are executed, and these have the name cavalry, that is, of the beheaded. And Jesus was crucified there, that where the plots of criminals had been, there might be set up the flag of martyrdom. But Adam was buried near Ebron and Arbi, as we read in the volume of Jesus the son of Nave. Hilary, such is the place of the cross, set up in the center of the earth, that it might be equally free to all nations to attain the knowledge of God. Augustine, and they gave him to drink wine mingled with gall. Mark says, mingled with myrrh. Matthew put gall to express bitterness. But wine mingled with myrrh is very bitter, though indeed it might be that gall together with myrrh would make the most bitter. Jerome, the better vine makes better wine. This they gave the Lord Jesus to drink, that that might be mingled, which was written, They give me also gall for my meat. And God addresses Jerusalem, I have planted there a true vine. How art thou turned into the bitterness of a strange vine? Augustine. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. That Mark says, But he received it not. We understood to mean that he would not receive it to drink thereof. For that he tasted it, Matthew bears witness so that Matthew's, he could not drink thereof, means exactly the same as Mark's. He received it not. Only Mark does not mention his tasting it. That he tasted but would not drink of it signifies that he tasted the bitterness of death for us, but rose again the third day. Hilary. Or he therefore refused the wine mingled with gall, because the bitterness of sin is not mingled with the incorruption of eternal glory. Verses 35 through 38. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down they watched him there, and set up over his head this accusation written, This is Jesus the King of the Jews. Then were two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. Gloss. Having described how Christ was led to the scene of his passion, the evangelist proceeds to the passion itself, describing the kind of death, and they crucified him. Augustine, the wisdom of God took upon him man, to give us an example how we might live rightly. It pertains to right life not to fear things that are not to be feared, but some men who do not fear death in itself, yet dread some kinds of death that no sort of death is to be feared by the man who lives aright. 
was to be shown by this man's cross. For of all the modes of death, none was more horrible and fearful than this. Augustine, let your holiness consider of what might is the power of the cross. Adam set at naught the commandment, taking the apple from the tree. But all that Adam lost, Christ found upon the cross. The ark of wood saved the human race from the deluge of waters. When God's people came out of Egypt, Moses divided the sea with his rod, overwhelmed Pharaoh, and redeemed God's people. The same Moses changed the bitter water into sweet by casting wood into it. By the rod the refreshing stream was drawn out of the rock, that Amalek might be overcome. Moses' outstretched hands were supported upon his rod. The law of God is entrusted to the wooden ark of the covenant, and thus by these steps we may come at last to the wood of the cross. Chrysostom, he suffered on a lofty cross and not under a roof, to the end that the nature of the air might be purified. The earth also partook a like benefit, being cleansed by the blood that dropped from his side. Gloss, the shape of the cross seems also to signify the church spread through the four quarters of the earth, Rabanus. Or, according to the practical exposition, the cross in respect of its broad transverse, peace signifies the joy of him that works, for sorrow produces straightness, for the broad part of the cross is in the transverse beam to which the hands are fastened, and by the hands we understand works, by the upper part to which the head is fastened, is denoted our looking for retribution from the supreme righteousness of God. The perpendicular part on which the body is stretched denotes endurance, whence the patient are called long-suffering. The point that is fixed into the ground shadows forth the invisible part of a sacrament. Hilary, thus on the tree of life the salvation and life of all is suspended. Augustine, Matthew shortly says they parted his garments, casting lots. But John explains more fully how it was done. The soldiers, when they had crucified him, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also his coat. Now the coat was without seam. Chrysostom. It is to be noted that this is no small degradation of Christ, for they did this as to one utterly abject and worthless. Yet for the thieves they did not the same, for they share the garments only in the case of condemned persons so mean and poor as to possess nothing more. Jerome, this which was now done to Christ, had been prophesied in the psalm. They parted my garments among them, and cast lots upon my vesture. It proceeds, and sitting down they watched him there. This watchfulness of the soldiers and of the priests has proved of use to us in making the power of his resurrection greater and more notorious and they set up over his head an accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. I cannot sufficiently wonder at the enormity of the thing, that having purchased false witnesses and having stirred up the unhappy people to riot and uproar, they found no other plea for putting him to death than that he was King of the Jews, and this perhaps they set up in mockery, Rigmigius. It was divinely provided that this title should be set up over his head, that the Jews might learn that not even by putting him to death could they avoid having him for their king. For in the very instrument of his death, he not only did not loose, but rather confirmed his sovereignty. 
origin the high priest also in obedience to the letter of the law wore on his head the writing holiness to the lord but the true high priest and king jesus bears on his cross the title this is the king of the jews when ascending to his father instead of his own name with its proper letters he has the father himself rabanus for because he is at once king and priest when he would offer the sacrifice of his flesh on the altar of the cross his title set forth his regal dignity and it is set over and not beneath the cross because though he suffered for us on the cross with the weakness of man the majesty of the king was conspicuous above the cross and this he did not loose but rather confirmed by the cross jerome as christ was made for us a curse of the cross so for the salvation of all he is crucified as guilty among the guilty leo two thieves were crucified with him one on the right hand and one on the left that in the figure of his cross might be represented that separation of all mankind that which be made in his judgment the passion then of christ contains a sacrament of our salvation and of that instrument which the wickedness of the jews provided for his punishment the power of the redeemer made a step to glory hilary or otherwise two thieves are set up on his right and left hand to signify that the entire human race is called to the sacrament of the lord's passion but there shall be a division of believers to the right and unbelievers to the left one of the two who is set on his right hand is saved by the justification of faith rigmigius or by the two thieves are denoted all those who strive after the continence of a strict life they who do this with a single intention of pleasing god are denoted by him who was crucified on the right hand they who do it out of desire of human praise or any less worthy motive are signified by him who is crucified on the left verses thirty nine through forty four and they that passed by reviled him wagging their heads and saying thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days save thyself if thou be the son of god come down from the cross likewise also the chief priests mocking him with the scribes and elders said he saved others himself he cannot save if he be the king of israel let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him he trusted in god let him deliver him now if he will have him for he said i am the son of god the thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth chrysostom having stripped and crucified christ they go yet further and seeing him on the cross revile him jerome they revile him because they passed by that way and would not walk in the true way of the scriptures they wagged their heads because they had just before shifted their feet and stood not upon a rock the foolish rabble cast the same taunt against him that the false witnesses had invented aha thou that destroyest the temple of god and rebuildest it in three days rigmigius aha is an interjection of taunt and mockery hilary what forgiveness then of them when by the resurrection of his body they shall see the temple of god rebuilt within three days chrysostom and as beginning to extenuate his former miracles they add save thyself if thou be the son of god come down from the cross id 
but he, on the contrary, does not come down from the cross, because he is the Son of God. For he, therefore, came that he might be crucified for us. Jerome. Even the scribes and Pharisees reluctantly confess that he saved others. Your own judgment then condemns you, for in that he saved others, he could, if he would, have saved himself. Pseudo Chrysostom. But attend to this speech of these children of the devil, how they imitate their father's speech. The devil said, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. And they say now, If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Leo, from what source of error, O Jews, have ye sucked in the poison of such blasphemies? What teacher delivered it to you? What learning moved you to think that the true King of Israel, that the variable Son of God, would be he who would not suffer himself to be crucified, and would set free his body from the fastenings of the nails? Not the hidden meaning of the law, not the mouse of the prophets, had ye indeed ever read, I hide not my face from the shame of spitting. Or, again, they pierced my hands and my feet, they told all my bones. Where have ye ever read that the Lord came down from the cross? But ye have read, the Lord hath reigned from the tree. Rabanus, Had he then prevailed on, by their taunts, to leave the cross, he would not have proved to us the power of endurance but he waited enduringly their mockery. And he who would not come down from the cross rose again from the tomb. Jerome. But unworthy of credit is that promise, and we will believe him. For which is greater, to come down while yet alive from the cross, or to rise from the tomb when dead? Yet this he did, and ye believe not. Therefore neither would ye have believed if he had come down from the cross. It seems to me that this was a suggestion of the demons. For immediately when the Lord was crucified, they felt the power of the cross, and perceived that their strength was broken, and therefore contrived this to move him to come down from the cross. But the Lord, aware of the designs of his foes, remains on the cross that he may destroy the devil. Chrysostom, he trusted in God, let him now deliver him if he will. O oh, most foul! Were they, therefore, not prophets or righteous men, because God did not deliver them out of their perils? But if he would not oppose their glory, which accrued to them out of the perils which you brought upon them, much more in this man ought you not to be offended because of what he suffers. What he has ever said ought to remove any such suspicion. When they add, because he said, I am the Son of God, they desire to imitate that he suffered as an impostor and seducer, and as making high and false pretenses, and not only the Jews and the soldiers from below, but from above likewise. The thieves which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. Augustine. It may seem that Luke contradicts this when he describes one of the robbers as reviling him, and as therefore rebuked by the other. But we may suppose that Matthew shortly alluding to the circumstance, has used the plural for the singular. As in the epistle to the Hebrews we have, he stopped the mouths of lions, when Daniel only is spoken of. And what more common way of speaking than for one to say, see the country people insult me, when it is one only who has done so. 
for indeed Matthew had said that both the thieves had reviled the Lord, there would have been some discrepancy. But when he says merely the thieves, without adding both, we must consider it as that common form of speech in which the singular is signified by the plural. Jerome, or it may be said that at first both reviled him, but when the sun had withdrawn, the earth was shaken, the rocks were rent, and the darkness increased. One believed on Jesus, and repaired his former denial by a subsequent confession. Chrysostom. At first both reviled him, but afterwards not so, for that you should not suppose that the thing was arranged by any collusion, and that the thief was not a thief. He shows you by his wanton reproaches, that even after he was crucified, he was a thief and a foe, but was afterwards totally changed. Hilary, that both the thieves cast in his teeth the manner of his passion, shows that the cross should be an offense to all mankind, even to the faithful. Jerome, or in the two thieves, both nations, Jews and Gentiles, at first blasphemed the Lord. Afterwards the latter, terrified by the multitude of signs, did penance, and thus rebukes the Jews, who blaspheme to this day. Origen, the thief who was saved may be a sign of those who after many sins have believed on Christ. End of chapter 27, verses 31 through 44.